Dusty. Yes. Hello, haters. Hey, guys. If you hear crunching and munching in the background, it's because the children have spoken and they wanted dinner. And they were not about to let us forget about it. Yeah. Um, what's going on, bestie? Um, not much. Same old, same old. Um... Work is awful, I don't have money, and I'm tired. Yeah. I have... Speaking of, I have slept so badly this week, I like can't fall asleep and then I can't stay asleep. So, that insomnia has been popping right now. And... Yeah. I went to the trenches this morning and I emerged with pit tickets to Lana Del Rey. So I think it's well deserved. But everybody on TikTok apparently did not get tickets and they're like, all the bots and the girls who only know summertime sadness got tickets. No, girl. I've been listening for almost 10 years and I know the discography. So have no fear. I'll be there. Um, kind of in the same air, because we're just not really feeling it today. The theme of the podcast today is movies that disappointed us. Um, do you have anything to say on the matter of disappointment? Um, sometimes it's like publicity hype, like, like the trailer seems like it'd be really good, or, you know, the, um press makes it sound like it's super good or a lot of people are hyping it up and then it's just like mid yeah in comparison um or like own personal hype up like like it's a franchise you really care about or like some sort of actor that you really like or a director that you like yeah yeah or even a studio in our case too yeah yeah, so the movie that really inspired this was, would you like to go ahead? Vengeance. That came out last year. With BJ Novak. Yeah. Yes. And if you didn't hear about this movie, don't be surprised, because they didn't do a lot of promotional stuff about no. it. and also I want to say it's like definitely from like a smaller indie company, Yeah. Which, I mean, well, pop off, we love indie movies. We had to go to... So we went weird as we went to the back rooms to, like not even exaggerating we were in the back rooms to see this movie yeah um our our theater is very basic so it really only has like the we, m- main movies and occasionally like something a little different but yeah. it surprises me because like our theater is actually it's got like a decent amount of screens and everything but like every once in a while there's like a movie that comes out and we're like, dang, it's showing nowhere near us. Mm-hmm. Like, the like latest past season, lives. Uh, theater camp just came out. That too, yeah. Yeah, there's been a couple. Um, but yeah, essentially, we really were excited about Vengeance. It looked really good. And I'll be honest, like, the first three quarters of the movie, I mm-hmm. loved it. I loved the movie. Yeah. BJ Novak was funny. The story was interesting. It was Ashton definitely Kutcher. weird, but so the main plot of the story is this guy, he hosts a podcast 
and it's not doing very well. So he needs to find new inspiration, new story to tell. Um, And this girl that he hooked up with a handful of times from like a dating app ended up dying. And um, the parents thought that he was the boyfriend because they had like pictures together or something like that. I can't even remember the full thing. She had like talked about him a couple times too. So they thought it was like a lot more serious than how he would have interpreted it. Right. So he feels like a, a bit of guilt as well as like this kind of I don't remember Obligation if he, yeah to go to her funeral. Yeah, so he it's goes in Texas. He goes to her funeral and then the brother reveals that you know he thinks that his sister was murdered because Which, this who, this and that. Who is the brother in this movie? I don't remember. No, he has been Some in white something. Guy. You got to look. He's for that. from like Sons of Anarchy, I think. He's in something else too. But, yeah, he goes out there, the brother reveals, he's like, no, this was not just, like, some accidental, like, natural death. Like, she was murdered or something. And so, the two of them, he, like, kind of reaches out to his producer, who's played by Miss Issa Rae. And he's like, listen, I have a story, um, and I think it'll be really interesting. So, they start, like, basically doing, like, this whole little true crime routine and trying to investigate and find out. Gone Girl, Indiana Jones. Gone Girl. Logan. Milk. Milk. Yeah, that's pretty much it. (laughs) The host. Oh, God. Yep, the host. Yeah. Yeah. But they basically do, like, the whole little true crime routine, trying to figure out, like, what's happening. And, like, you think it's going to lead down that path. Honestly, you remember the plot a lot better than I do. Well, essentially, they are digging into her death, and at the same time, he's, like, filming stuff for the podcast. Oh, and he's getting really close with the family, too. Yeah. And still living under this charade that, like, he was really close, and it was a serious relationship. And it almost kind of felt like he was starting to have feelings for her, like, mm-hmm. now that she's dead, like, kind of, and then it kind of felt like he was just trying to you know, uh, reveal the truth to kind of, like, bring her justice. Yeah. Yeah. So then we... Big spoilers. I'm gonna tell you what happens in the fucking movie. Really don't waste your time. It is on Peacock, though. Yeah. But essentially, they find, like, this music producer that she was working with that apparently they were having, like, a romantic relationship, and that's Ashton Kutcher. And then... Somewhere in the middle, they find out, like, they put the pieces together and realize that he's the one who killed her. And we're like, oh my gosh, like, plot Whoa. twist. And then BJ Novak freaking shoots him. Yeah. And, like, defeats the whole, like, purpose. purpose of, like, honoring her justice. Like, instead of, like, putting that man in jail, making him rot, making him suffer for his, ends like, it. ends it. Yeah. Just, like, bye bye I will say moment of a lifetime was and gabby hated me because i heard those first three notes and i said <gasps> american by lana del rey <laughs> but it just felt like it was also like it felt like it wasn't in bj novak's character to and it commit murder it didn't seem that that was where the story was leading yeah and it didn't drive the plot anywhere it was just like well okay now he's dead he's dead and, and now there that's, you go. that's the end that's of it, it. instead yeah. of like you know proving his his guilt yeah you know making him pay for what he did and like uprooting this whole you know uh drug thing he had going on in the background of his music stuff instead he just like kills him dead and then it's over yeah 
and that was the most disappointing. We yeah, we were just also going back to where we were to watch this movie. It was the weirdest mall situation in the world. Like there were no actual stores in there. It was like a gym. It was a gym. They had like a one of those stores that's got like five weird little escape rooms inside of it. Just weird vibes, so matched matched the energy matched of the movie. Um these so Gabby could only think of vengeance for this. I was going through my letterbox and as I bring these up you're gonna be like, Oh my god, why didn't I not think of this? So our next movie is Don't Worry Darling. True. Yeah. True. True. The drama oh behind Spitgate and you know The movie. It feels it like a feels movie. It feels like a movie. Uh, Florence showing up in that purple outfit. outfit. Miss Flo. Miss Flo. The whole Shia Shia. Shia. Um, wow. That was it, honestly was the so greatest much, moment of my life. There's so much going on. The whole, like, you know, Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles, Jason Sudeikis. Oh, the salad recipe. The salad. <laughs> so much going on. Just for the movie to be, like... Absolutely flop. Boo. Boo. Yeah. So, Don't Worry Darling came out last year. I'll say a lot of the movies on this list are, like, recent releases because they're just, like, fresh in my brain. But, no, this one truly was a huge disappointment. It had so much hype surrounding it. Obviously, we are big, big, big Florence Pugh fans. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, what's her face? Olivia Wilde, she put out Booksmart love book smart yeah that's the craziest part it's like how do you put out book smart and then and you put follow it up with yeah so and then the the trailers looked really good my mom was super excited for this movie and so she's like oh, i can't i mean visually it was a great film visually it's beautiful harry styles beautiful. is a terrible actor please stop giving him roles put down the script put it down yeah get what, back on that stage what? do your little dance and your little suspenders yeah Keep that up. What was his little clip from this movie? He's like, Alice, it's gone on long enough. Like, just bad. Because he was supposed to be... What was it? Oh, in the in the real world, he was, like, American. Yeah. But in this, like, fantasy, he had a British accent to kind of... Because the boy probably cannot hold an American accent for very long because he's a singer, not an actor. But anyways, the basic plot of this movie is our girly Alice, played by Miss Florence Pugh, is living in this very 1950s, 1960s. It's very Stepford Wives, um, Truman Show yeah. kind of vibes. Um, and she starts to notice these weird things going on around her. One of her neighbors has kind of... A, discovered the truth and there's all this different weird things are happening so she's trying to figure out what's going on and there's also like this very big like boys club going on we've got chris pine who's oh, like the yeah. leader of all it all the husbands go to work at some secret facility and none of the wives know what this facility really is yeah and, uh, there's a there's a couple of wives who are like lashing out on their husbands and it's like a no-no kind mm -hmm. of thing yeah and um, what am I saying? The big plot twist of the movie. Obviously, as always, spoilers. The big plot twist is that um, this whole thing is actually a simulation. In the real world, Miss Florence Pugh is a doctor, mm -hmm. and Mr. Harry Styles is some bum who can't even cook dinner. He literally is like, 
where's my dinner? She's like, I just worked a 24 hour shift. I'm exhausted. So in the real world, he's got Alice hooked up to this machine where she's basically like stuck in the simulation as this perfect little 1950s housewife. And what do you, what even happens at the end? I don't remember. She, she, bu she wakes up. Yeah. She, That's how it ends. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And it just was like, okay. Like, a lot of the questions were not answered. Like, there was such big emphasis on the plane. Didn't she kill him in inside the simulation? I think so, because she was why... covered in blood. Yeah. Yeah. She killed him in the simulation, which means he's, like, dead, dead in real in life. Real life yeah. yeah. But there was such, like, a big emphasis on this plane. And it was even on the poster. Yeah. Never explained. There was the neighbor who jumped off the roof. Nothing further on her. There was just, like, a lot of very loose missing things that were not tied up in the end and the ending was just kind of lackluster apparently there were a lot of rewrites with the script too and there's been like leaked versions of the original script and i do prefer that one as well i don't know nothing about that yeah i didn't it's not too much on it it also i just i hate when directors put themselves in their own film and it's not like it doesn't add anything. Yeah. Like, Taika Waititi just... as fucking Korg is funny. And yeah. it's perfect. And it fits because that, like, no one else could be Korg. No. But Olivia Wilde could be played by whoever else. Because she was just some basic little yeah. housewife. She was just a side piece. She's like, boys and their toys. Yeah. Um, yeah. The next movie. This is a throwback right here for us. Was you right? Sierra Burgess is a loser. Oh my god. <laughs> so this is post to all the boys right yeah does that have to do with anything with to all the boys i don't okay. connect them at all so what it's I'm, post it's stranger it's, things what's this yeah stranger things to all the boys i'm the noah centineo cinematic universe is oh what I'm is he getting into. oh that's the He's love the boy. Okay. He's the boy okay so at this time to all the boys was a really good movie and I was on Noah Centineo's side. For a minute. This is pre-show-me-how-you-squirt video. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's also post-Stranger Things when everyone's Barb. like, remember Barb. Barb, don't forget, don't forget Barb. Barb, bring back Barb. Yeah. So we were pretty excited for this. This was freshman year, and... We seemed like a cute little like cheesy little, little chick rom -com, flick rom -com. team movie so team romance we popped that popcorn got up on my bed popped on netflix on my laptop watched this movie and, and struggled. were extremely disappointed struggled um the concept of this is miss sierra burgess who is in band so therefore she is a loser right um she has Synonymous. yeah she has a a little cutie little crush you heard that Calvin, yeah, they're you're, synonymous. You're a loser. Um, he's got like a crush on this guy. I want to say his name was Peter. I don't freaking know. I don't know. That just is sticking out of my brain. And she's like, oh, he'll never love me as me. So let me get this girl. I'll tutor her and she can catfish. I'll catfish him as her. Yeah. And we'll fall in love. And then magically I'll reveal myself and he'll be like still okay with it. Yeah. And... 
I mean, I think it did work out in the end, but there's just, like, weird moments. Like, there was this she non-consensual... She pretended to be deaf. There was a non-consensual weird kiss thing going on. Oh, yeah. Where they're, like, in the parking lot, and he's about to kiss the girl he thinks he's talking to. And, and then he closes like, his it, eyes, yeah. and she steps in, and it's just weird. Weird. Yeah. It was... No. Not cute. No. And it was, like... There's, you know, there's some redeemable villains, and then there's Sierra Burgess. Yeah. And, yeah. We, we just were not feeling her. No. I think that was honestly, like, kind of the death of her career, because I haven't seen much come out from her. I saw her on a potato commercial. As Barb. As Barb. She can't escape Barb. That, that's her career right there. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. The potato commercial. <laughs> Uh, the next movie is Crimes of the Future. Oh my god. <laughs> Worst <Whoa>. movie ever. <laughs> god, these no, 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 no. These get worse. These get worse. <laughs> I know. I was literally. Did you put um that one with the baby on here? Are we thinking of the same movie? I, I literally just got a, a, a memory from it. The baby? The little puppet baby. I did it. <laughs> Let's talk about that one real fast. What's that called? Anne? Annette. 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 Uh, so, we didn't even finish it. No, we started to talk about this on the podcast one time and got off track. But it's, of course, our beautiful man, Adam Driver, and whoever else. Um, <laughs> and it's a musical, which, you know, I'm fine with musicals. But we have to sing our favorite song. We love each other so much. <laughs> Come on, join in, join in. I don't even remember the melody. That's all. <laughs> and it's just, I, I, we didn't finish it. There are very few movies that I will not finish, and that was one of them. And it, there was had, like this... it had Oscar hype. It had Golden Globes hype. It had all the hype, and I was really excited, and I love Adam Driver. And then we watched it, and it was three hours long. And I think we got about halfway through. I don't even think halfway. I don't even think halfway. We got around to where that creepy little puppet baby shows up and that was and we were like wow i'm gonna go to bed finish this tomorrow never (laughs) Never touched it again never touched it again yeah it Um, was just like didn't know where it was going i'm sure if i finished it it would kind of make more sense i don't know i don't know it had mixed reviews didn't have enough patience for it that's for sure sorry i'm driver um hate that baby hate that that is terrifying worse than chuck esme uh i wouldn't say that I no, would. I wouldn't say I that. I would. Chuck Esme is a queen. <laughs> she gets away with it. I don't know about that. Did you see the behind the scenes video of the girl who plays Rosalie in Breaking Dawn? No. And there's like all the puppeteers on the ground and she just looks so creeped out by this baby and they're like making her, the baby like squeeze her cheek and like Ew. she has to kiss it and everything. It's so gross. And the director's like, yeah, this is never going to work. Let's get a real baby. Low. Love that. Um, yeah, Crimes of the Future. Miss mm-hmm. Kristen Stewart. We love her. Skarsgård. The Skarsgård, yes. Is that Skarsgård? No. No. Who is that? Was there a man in this? Yeah, the main guy. Yeah, that's not Skarsgård. Who is that? That's, uh, what's his face? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Mads Mikkel, is it? No. No, it's a different dude. I don't know. But anyways, this movie, I really couldn't tell you the plot. It is Mr. David Cronenberg, um, of whom I have seen a couple more movies. Viggo Mortensen. 
What has he been in? Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Green Book. Oh. oh. Green Book. Green Book. Green Book. We can talk about Green Book another time. That one doesn't fit in the list here because we didn't really have expectations for it. Um, but, ooh. Did you ever notice that our lady who makes the bread pudding here in town has a copy of the Green Book at her register? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little fact for the DC people. But Crimes of the Future, I could not tell you the plot of the movie. Um, I can tell that I can tell you that I do appreciate David Cronenberg. I have seen a couple more of his movies since we saw this. But this one just was not it. Um Bro, what even I really don't know how like, to explain. Like the whole this point movie. of this movie is apparently like humans are growing like extra organs and some of the children being born can eat plastic and digest plastic oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that. that then there's this one little boy who Dies. his mother kills him because he was eating plastic and so they do an autopsy. the father has the body and and uh the freaking lord of the rings guy his main job is to like perform autopsies on like live patients as like art art form yeah Yeah. like almost like a sexual art form Mm -hmm. this is the weirdest part because the whole movie they're talking about how it's like sensual artistic like and kristen stewart's there with her weird little camera like recording so like obviously it's like a weird like what's the word i don't know the way i would describe it is just like how messed up society has gotten it's evolved to this point where we're like getting off through the form of seeing surgeries and these grotesque things happen but then at the end of the freaking movie they do the autopsy they do the autopsy on the boy little boy little boy and show his genitalia show his little wiener yeah for way too long i will say and i'm just like so this whole movie has been about how pornographic these like autopsies are and then you're gonna do it on a child yeah not that they essentially said or made the child scene like pornographic or sexual in any way but like weird it's like how are you gonna like like put it out for us in this way and then flip it around and be like no it wasn't supposed to be like like this is for educational purposes no yeah it just don't feel right but yeah, I was excited because I love Kristen Stewart. Um, it looked interesting. Again, had so much hype. People were like, she could get an Oscar for this one. And I was just like, mm. Zada Zilch. Nada, nada. Um, the next one in the same realm. This is when you said that baby movie, this is what I thought you were talking about. Men. Oh, yeah. Men Ooh. was also bad. Wow. Had such high expectations for I men. I had huge hopes for First men. of all, because, like, it was almost, like, funny. The idea of, like, men, men just being, being terrifying. The, the villain of a movie. Like, I remember the first time we saw the trailer in the theaters. Like, everybody's laughing. They're like, oh my god, that is so funny. I love that. And, and then, then it didn't do what it was supposed to do. Like, not you at all. thought it would be some sort of, like, feminist film about how you're your attacker is everywhere you're and often the cool thing about it was like majority of the men boys teenagers throughout the movie are played by the same actor right which was scary because they like morphed his face on there yeah so that could be commentary on just like how you can see your abuser and everything and everyone and then it just didn't become anything no i honestly i can't 
tell you what happened in that movie she was staying like her husband had committed suicide prior so she goes to like take some time off in the countryside which don't we all need that and she's staying in like this very fancy house all by herself and there's like a weird dude giving weird vibes and just all this weird stuff keeps happening throughout the movie there's like a naked guy in her yard and then the She's paranoid about it. Right, and then... Nobody's really believing The her. same guy that is naked in her yard, that face is also the policeman, the pasture, a little boy, like... Everybody, He's literally. everybody. Um, the guy who rents the house to her. No, he was a different old man. Oh, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> graphic warning. We're gonna tell you the ending of the movie because I, I truly have never sat in a theater like that. Just like, what in just awe. happened? Well, the crazy part was like, so we like finally learned like this is definitely like not a real creature. Like it's some sort of supernatural sentient being. Yeah. Because we can see him changing forms like in front of us. So mm-hmm. we see him become the little boy. We see him like even become like a crow or something at one point didn't he like girl i could not tell you and then at one point he like keels over and gives birth like we full blown we vividly visually we are 10 centimeters away (laughs) from the vagina like (laughs) insane close-up to a cgi vagina like when uh karen gave birth to her baby on shameless and they showed it all they showed it all here but it was like 70 times worse yeah so that baby pops out. We see, like, it dilate. We see the head coming through, and it's, like, a full-size man. Yeah. There's a couple of times where, like, you can see him, like, getting stuck. <laughs> and then this full-size man comes out and promptly gives birth Again. to another full-size. Yeah. And it just keeps going and, and going. And then at one point, he, like, is giving birth from the mouth, and then, like, the foot gets stuck on the mouth. Yeah. I. I... And then it turns out, like... The whole time, this dude that's been haunting her was, like, an amalgamation of her imagination. Because she's, like... No, it's an amalgamation of her husband. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Like, it's yeah, supposed yeah. to represent him and how he died because he had his hand split in half and his ankle broken and things like that. Yeah. And it was, like... Okay. <laughs> like, we literally sat there and were like... But I remember, what? now I'm thinking about it, I remember there was randomly, like, a part where, like, her sister or her friend, whoever she kept FaceTiming, was, mm-hmm. like, in on it. Like, somehow she knew something about it. Like, yeah. she was being very suspicious about it, too. I, I mean, there's probably some sort of symbolism behind it that we just didn't get, but... I'm, I'm okay. Trying to I'm okay. I'm not gonna revisit that one. I'm okay. I don't need to know. Uh, <laughs> The next one... You haven't seen this. I haven't actually seen this, but from what I saw from Tumblr is enough. Uh, the Teen Wolf movie that just came out recently. Oh, yeah. Um, this was hyped up by our man, Tyler Posey, mm-hmm. who plays Scott. Um, I love Teen Wolf. Um, never finished the show. The first three seasons, incredible. That's all I've seen. That's, I that's all I need I to see. I think I also either didn't finish season three or it was past season three when allison died i said i'm out oh i didn't watch i said i'm out i didn't watch allison die i got the good parts i got when styles was all sexy Mm -hmm. and uh killing people and then allison died and i said i'm good i'm good um but yeah mr tyler posey he put his heart his soul into it i think teen wolf is like the height of his career and probably the only thing in his career that's ever gonna happen again so he was like we gotta bring this movie back and he also got tyler hoechlin in it who plays Derek on the show. 
But that's about it, right? No, they got a bunch of the original oh. cast back. But you didn't get Dylan O'Brien, so nope. that's all that matters. Nope. Yeah, apparently he was, like, away or something. Whatever. But, um, yeah, like, literally, did you expect this movie to be good if you came and get Dylan O'Brien in it? Like, Styles literally was the show. Yeah. Literally was the show. Oh, you remember that? That's the sound on TikTok that he was, like... He was like, I am the show. And we were like, no, you weren't. Yeah, no, babes. Nobody nobody was tuning in to see little asthma rinketing Scott McCall. <laughs> we were there for Mr. Hyperactive Style Stalinsky. But yeah, this movie just came out, I think through Paramount Plus or something. And they like resurrected Allison. So Allison's back. There was a girl in my theater department who did... When I did the BFA showcase, she was one of, like, the stagehands, and I think she was in that movie, because she kept, like, she's just, like, a, you know, like... Like an extra. Like, you're, you're bestie. Hmm. Huh. How she was an extra. Anyways. Um, yeah. And then Derek, like, has a kid or something, and it's a boy. It's a boy, because he, like, steals Styles' Jeep or something. I don't, I don't know. Derek's, like, a mechanic, and apparently Derek dies... So, oh, yeah. Okay. What's the point? What's All the right. point? Isn't it like vampires, though? Like, once the guy who turns you into a werewolf, don't you die, too? No. No. That's that's what we do in the shadows, vampires, girl. That don't even happen. That do happen. Not in Twilight. Well. Not in uh, the hundred other vampire media that I've read and consumed and watched. Anyways. Yeah. It was a big disappointment. Everybody was disappointed. Yeah. Why are you going to kill off a super popular character? It, it was just... It was fan service, but the fans were not served. At all. Um, This one's for me. Spiral from the Book of Saw. No. Nor. This was the movie that made me get Regal Unlimited. <laughs> because... I am a huge, 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 huge fan of the Saw franchise. I love the Saw movies. I will be doing a rewatch very soon because a new one's coming out and I got to get all my lore caught up. Um, not good at all. First, like, they don't even have my man Jigsaw in it, which, I mean, through... <laughs> I'm going to really have to sit down and make a timeline and what happens in these movies because it's so convoluted. There's, like, 12 movies and none of it makes sense. <laughs> but I love it so much. Um, it's got Chris Ross. How the freak? <coughs> okay, why the freak did Chris... That just hurt my did throat Chris so bad. Ross punch Chris Ross in, in the, the penis? Um, <coughs> yeah, it's got Mr. Chris Rock in it. He's a police detective trying to solve these new jigsaw adjacent crimes and in the end it's like revealed the lamest plot twist ever it's revealed to be his detective partner whatever and he's like starting his own thing he's got like a creepy little piggy puppet and it was just so bad hated it so let's hope that they do something with this new saw movie because this was not it i like the memes that they've been putting out the one, that's like, the one that's like, when you fall asleep first, that's a sleepover. <laughs> Did you see the one I sent you? It's like, me and my best friend, if when uh, he wants to play a game, but we're, we didn't listen to the directions, so we're just laughing. <laughs> um, 
the next movie is We're All Going to the World's Fair. Oh, yeah. I was so upset about this one. Even I was talking to Kelly about it, and they also did not care so much for I this movie. I did not like it. It, like, not that it was majorly hyped. Like, it's a very low-budget, very... Not, indie film. Indie film. Not a lot of people... Not to be like that, but not a lot of people know about it. Um... And everybody that was, like, hyping it up was like, oh, my God, it's terrifying. Like, it's really unique. It's original, which I can give it that. It was was unique. But it was not interesting, and it was not scary. And it was kind of boring. It was boring, yeah. Not as bad as freaking Skinamarink. That movie sucked. But, um... Skinamarink. It's basically, like, this girl, it's during COVID, and it all is filmed, like, through her webcam on her computer. And it's just her in her room trying to, like what enter a liminal space or something like that yeah like she's trying to like like basically using those youtube hypnosis videos right or like when you were on like when tumblr was like doing astral projections for a hot minute yep yep raise your raise your hand if you ever did the um thing where you're supposed to lay down completely still and not like and not move a muscle not swallow not you just had to just be- Still, because then you like would be minutes. aware in yep. your dreams. Never worked. No, it didn't. Never worked. No. Or the people even today that do like the subliminal videos where it's like, you will become taller, and you will achieve all your dreams and live in a fancy house. Like y'all are funny. Have you seen the one where they do subliminals for changing your race? What? It's a whole thing. Emily on YouTube did a video on it, and it's a whole thing where they're like. What's wow. that lady's name? They're like, wow, I'm so Korean right now. I'm What's Korean. I love being name? Korean. I don't know. The black, the lady who thinks she's black? Oh, Rachel something. Rachel. The reporter. <laughs> <laughs> that girl is goofy. Well, I was watching the newest <laughs> uh episode. Oh and my god. <laughs> t- uh, Trixie was talking about how she uh, did a show one time and she was like, oh, just put on You Better Work. Oh. Once upon a time, there was, was a, a little, little girl, girl in the group Brewster Project. <laughs> and then it's just Trixie Mattel. And Walking Ta- Tatia called her freaking Rachel, whatever her last name is. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, we're all going to the World Fair. It just wasn't interesting to me. I mean, if you're into just like... Slow burn. Slow burn. It wasn't scary, though. It was like grody. Like Ooh, there were parts where it was like kind of funky but it wasn't like oh my god i'm gonna have nightmares yeah Yeah, just it just didn't tickle the pickle for us as you would say um the next movie is shazam fury of the gods Mm -hmm. boo boo yeah i loved the first shazam me too um i went i laughed my little booty off had a great time this was before zachary levi became became an anti-vaxxer (laughs) <laughs> why do you have to do that flynn rider it's not right eugene fitzherbert come on um yeah it was so funny i loved it um just a good little like i don't like dc movies like i'm not a dc girly um they're usually boring it was just like it, it switched there's it up. one thing to be like like, I think what I liked about Shazam and what I liked about Blue Beetle is that it didn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. But and it's I think kind of the second, making fun of right. some of the usual superhero But I think stuff. the second Shazam didn't take itself seriously enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just like, all right, reel it back. Mm-hmm. Like, the Skittles eating 
oh, unicorns. God. Come on. There were so many Skittles advertisements in there. Yeah, it just... It didn't build very much off of the first one. I don't know. It felt very similar. Except now the whole family's got Shazam powers. Love Lucy Lou. That's all I gotta say. It just bored me. Wasn't as funny. Long. Very long. And just... Disappointing. Wasn't feeling it. Um, another superhero movie we have is Thor, Love, Love and, and Thunder. Thunder. I knew that was coming. Um, we've talked about this one before, so we won't spend that much time on it, but, you know, coming off of Ragnarok. Love Ragnarok. Love Ragnarok. Absolute favorite Masterpiece. DC, or and MCU movie. Not for me, but you know. You know. Well, um, she's pretty high up there. But yeah, Ragnarok, incredible, hilarious, could rewatch it about 50 million times. So I was hyped uh, to the max for Love and Thunder. Yeah, especially because wasn't it like the first MCU movie in like a while? No. Was Girl, we've been over this before. Doctor Strange came out in February. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, which I mean, forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. But this one, it just didn't land. No. Not at all. Not even close. Not even close. And that's all we'll say, because we've already talked about it. Go listen to the MCU episode if you want to hear more on our thoughts and prayers. Um, Nomadland. I can't say that I expected much from Nomadland. I did. But it was just not... I really like Frances McDormand. I think she's a really great actress. We still even haven't seen Three Billboards. I know. It's on my list. It's been on my list for years. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, I, I don't know. Just, obviously it was the best picture of its year. What was that? 2020? Yeah. It was 2020. Yeah. Um, and, I don't know. It just, ugh, kind of gave me off vibes, like, the whole plot of it is it's this woman who's basically homeless, living in a trailer, and she seasonally works for Amazon and all this, and it's just meeting other people. Like, for me, if you want this movie, if you want the similar vein of this movie, go watch Into the Wild, because I think it does, like, the whole nomad thing a lot better. Yeah. And I mean, both of them are based off of true stories, but I, I just like the vibes of Into the Wild a lot more. I can't even remember a lot of it. I just remember, I can't remember just feeling a lot. like it made me feel icky. Yeah, it just felt like like there's a lot of people who do live like who that. Who do live like that and it's like they don't have a choice and it felt yeah. like They're kind of glorifying it almost. Right. Kind of it's the same vein as like people who love like let's move into my trailer park. Let's mm -hmm. move into my tiny home. And it's like, yeah, that's so cool that that's convenient for you and that you enjoy that minimalist lifestyle but for some people for that's some all people, they have yeah that's all they can afford yeah and it just feels like which can we do a sidebar if you're doing van life and you have seven children do not do van life they're like this is little timmy's room and it's like an ironing board <laughs> folded out onto the floor with like a singular rolled up pillow it's so sad it's like yeah he loves it he's sleeping right here he's so comfy and yeah. i'm like that child has no privacy, no space, no room to grow. Yeah. Rough. I don't know how people do that. I don't either. I have too much crap. More power to you. Um, 
the next movie. This one, this one was very disappointing for me. Bama Rush. Yeah, it was. It was so disappointing. We kind of talked about it not too long ago. Did we? A little briefly. We talked briefly. Yeah, because yeah. we talked about like what we were watching. Yeah, I mean, so it's a big thing on TikTok every year. I'm, we're in it right now, actually. It's Rush season. Um, both, neither of us were in a sorority. Know nothing about it, really. Um, yeah, we did talk about it because we had Nicole on that episode. Yeah. We had her talk about sororities a little bit. But um, the way they, like, made the documentary seem, they, it was, like, going to be so juicy and expose the whole yeah. sorority system and everything. Yeah. yeah. And really what it came down to was, I think, honestly, maybe it could have been better if the girls they had picked actually got into a sorority right i think there was only like one girl because yeah. most of them throughout the way are like no sororities aren't actually for me or there's too or, much drama yeah. or i don't want to do this anymore or there were people who were getting threats threats because they thought that they were you know being uh moles and things like that so they either dropped the documentary or they got dropped by the sorority yeah. that they were rushing like there was one girl who she went viral because she had a ponytail holder holding up the back of her shirt and they thought that it was like a a microphone strapped to her back or something so she got dropped instantly but it just it wasn't as juicy i mean sure there were some juicy things mm-hmm. in there but it just wasn't as drama filled as i thought it was going to be the director made it about, made it about alopecia and i was like mm. which is like if you wanted to make a documentary about alopecia go off go ahead go get miss jada pinkett smith no. keep my wife's name Anyways, um, yeah, Bama Rush, disappointing. The next movie for me is Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Which one's this one? The very last one that came out. Can't remember. In that little trilogy. I don't remember. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk about it. This is probably one of the last movies I ever saw at The Priest. Um, yeah, obviously I grew up. Ooh, Farrah. I know you hear me snapping at you, Fart. She's in trouble today. Um, yeah, I grew up with all the Star Wars movies, watched a lot of Star Wars, I've seen them many times. Um, loved The Force Awakens. Um, love, love my man John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Y'all Slay. Um, I think a big downfall of this series is that Disney got a lot of, like, pushback and slack like the one girl rose from the second movie in the trilogy because she was like asian she was getting a lot of hate a lot of like death threats and everything so what does disney do they don't even back her up they just straight up pull her character like give her maybe two seconds of screen time in the last movie um then we have a lot of people shipping my two boys together which you know what i see it i see it you need a pilot he gives him his jacket and then Lovers. they freaking make Poe a freaking drug smuggler, a spice smuggler. Yeah. yeah, like they- You're making your one Central American character <laughs> a spice smuggler? Yeah. Like, yeah. could you be any more freaking, what's the word? Stereotypical. Stereotypical? Yeah. But they, they like barely put them in the movie. Like they were the main three. Like it was yeah. supposed to be a reflection of like- Han, Leia, Luke. Yeah. And now we've got mainly just Rey and yeah. Kylo Ren. And then there's the whole reveal of what's his face? 
Polonius Pabrubidus. Yeah. What's his name? Pa 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 pa. Wait. What is his name? This is gonna drive me crazy. That old ass wrinkly man. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with a P. Please look this up for me. Yeah, that obviously spoilers. That turns out to be like Ray's direct lineage or whatever. And um, she's like, no, I'm going to live against my destiny or whatever. And Kylo Ren is about to die. And she kisses him on the lips. And that just really came out of nowhere. Yeah. Didn't see the chemistry there. Which I know there's a bunch of diehard Raylo shippers. But your girl did not pick up on the chemistry there. And also I think it's weird because he literally like tortured her um, in several situations and was bad. And was bad. And was bad, so I didn't really like that. Palindrome. What the hell is this man's name? Panorama. Polonius. Paradunius. I cannot find this fucking name. Palpatine! General Palpatine! Okay, there we go. I can get my Star Wars cord back. So yeah, that one. Honestly, the, the last trilogy was pretty like, eh. I think Disney's just trying to make money. And I could say that about a lot of the Star Wars projects they're pushing out right now. Honestly, a lot of the things that Disney's pushing out right now. But yeah, that one I was just like, okay, <laughs> moving on. Uh, the Percy Jackson movies. We have talked about this. Um, I might talk about this way more another time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Honestly, truth be told, first movie, don't mind it. Yeah. Is it good? No. no. Does it follow the book at all? No. no. But Does it time. cut out major characters? Yes. But it's a fun time. But it was a it's fun nostalgic. time. Yes. So then I I was in eighth grade when Sea of Monsters comes out. And that was another movie I went to go see at the priest. Mm-mm. No. no. What'd y'all do to Tyson? Um. What'd y'all do to him? That is not my boy. Um, bad. Like, they just continued to get bad. And it, so then I, then I got scared because the third movie was, like, going to be next. And that's when my boy Nico comes in. And I was like, what are y'all about to do to my little boy? Don't touch him. And then so, they didn't make it. Yeah, they were like, wow, this is really bad. So let's stop while we're ahead. But, yeah, we're about to get the Percy Jackson show on Disney Plus in December. And I am very excited. I will be tuning in. And, yeah. Then the next movie. Have you seen this one? Downsizing. With, uh, what's his face? Matt Damon. This one came out a couple years ago. Explain it to me. So, the plot of this one is this dude, Matt Damon, and there's this new, like, scientific revolutionary thing that's, like, gonna change the world. Where they take all these people, they shrink them down, put them into this little town. Oh, I've, I've seen it. I've never watched it. Yeah. I mean, I would say, honestly, give it a watch at least once. It wasn't bad, but it was just, like, disappointing. Hence the name of this episode. Mm. Um, yeah, put them in a little town. It's supposed to be, like, more sustainable because they're smaller. And so he goes, does this procedure. Last minute, his wife backs out on him. She's like, I can't do it. And they get a divorce. So he's just, like, newly small in this new little world that he's never even been to. And he's all alone because his wife didn't join him. And then it turns into, like, this whole, like, mystery about this fallout shelter. And there's alternative motives behind it. 
I'm like, no, I was really just in for a funny little movie about some funny little tiny people. And just the ending, don't even remember it because it just was not good. It'd be like that. Disappointed. Then we have Ma, which you saw this one recently. Well, I didn't think it was going to be good. I was, okay, I didn't think it was going to be good, but I thought I'd at least enjoy it. It was funny. With all the jokes around it and everything. I was bored. Yeah, you're a hater. It was funny. No. No, you're a hater. Agree to disagree. I was bored. No. Did not care. No. Don't make me drink alone. See, it's funny. That's the only funny part. Uh, Frozen 2. I didn't watch. Yes, you did. I did not watch Frozen 2. Oh, my bad. Right. Yeah. Never have. So, I was a huge Frozen girly back when it came out, the first one. I watched that movie 10 times in one year. I was obsessed. I could probably still do the entire dialogue to this day. So, I was like, okay. I think Frozen 2 came out when we were like 19. So at that point I was like, okay, I guess I'll watch it. And I think you watched that with Brynn and Milo. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But not me. I don't know where you were. It just like, I feel like I'm going to say this a million times this episode. It just was not good. And now they're coming out with a third one and I do not want to see it, but I probably will. Um... Ready Player One. Yeah. Yeah. I also didn't expect much from this one. But didn't we watch that like Gator Nights or something? Yeah, we watched this at Gator Nights freshman year. I think the main draw for this one was like all the franchises that he was able to get in there. Like we had Iron Giant. I think we had like Gremlins and all that kind of good stuff. Basically any Warner Brothers property was in this movie. Um... Yeah, and the base concept of this one is some poor kid literally living in shambles, but you get to, like, log in every day through your little virtual reality headset, and he's, like, doing so much better in the real world. Then, like, the main guy who created this world dies. I don't remember the plot and the, you have all. If you find the three keys, then you get to unlock and, like... You remember way more than me. I just remember <laughs> the Iron Giant. Yeah, Iron Giant. And you get to like own the company or something like that i don't know and it i don't know it's just a typical action movie didn't have the highest of hopes for it it was just a cool little like easter egg movie that's yeah. all it really was that's all it came it's down like, to oh it's this game kind of oh, like it's uh, that movie and oh it's free guy like there was a bunch of little easter eggs in that one i feel like that was the main pull for that one too yeah. so yeah um then we have bones and all yep yeah i ate him the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) not me (laughs) so i was really excited for this Uh, once again bunch of oscar buzz bunch of like hype around it i mean it's timothy chalamet and um the one girl i forget what her name is I think her name is Taylor, the lead girl. And once again, I'm a big horror fan, big gore fan. So I was like, let's go. Let's let's have this thing be a bloodbath. And that was the reviews from it. They're like, oh my God, this was nasty, gross. And it was nasty. Gro- no. No, it was nasty. It was not that bad. Don't listen to her. It was nasty. They're like, grossest movie of the year. Nasty. Oh my God, I almost threw up. 
it was not that bad. It's a movie about cannibals. This girl, literally the nastiest part of it happens at the very beginning when she bites her friend's finger off. Not that bad. And then she like runs away because she's been caught up in her cannibal ways and she meets with Timothy Chalamet and they live a vagabond life when they're tracked down by this dude with a weird collection of braids. And yeah. The best part of the whole movie was honestly the commentary from oh the audience. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> we had this one dude in the audience who, if he hadn't been there, he like literally made the movie he for us. He saved it, saved it. The part at the very end, spoilers, she eats Timothy Chalamet, and where it's dead silent in the theater because there's like no music or anything. This guy's just like, we're all here right now. Because, well, he was like, it's like so disgusting, but so sensual. And then he's like... <laughs> We're all here right now. <laughs> We're experiencing this together. Yeah. This is us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not the worst movie, but just for me, I was very disappointed. It was just like... I wanted I wanted blood, guts, gore no, to the max. I didn't want Give that. me a bloodbath, girly. There was also just not enough, like, I don't know. It was supposed to be like a love story, but I wasn't necessarily rooting for I them. I was not. No. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, he was giving more Twinkie. Oh, definitely. I mean, as per usual. That's just, yeah, like, I saw the the Dune, the new Dune trailer, and he's, like, <laughs> supposed to be, like, this leader of armies, and I'm the like, man, the, the man, man can't even lift a pencil. Okay, but the man's name is Paul. Yeah, that too. He looks like Paul, so yeah. it works. Yeah. That man is five apples tall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hello, kitty. Um, next movie is The King's Man. Ugh. Ugh. Indeed. As a... As a Decent enjoyer of the Kingsman Circle movies. Yeah. Uh, this is bad. This one's bad. Really bad. Just straight up bad. Yeah. Um, I remember audibly saying, I never talk very loud in a, a theater because I try to be respectful of other people around me, but I do remember at one point, I think the main guy died, right? Somebody died, and I was like, this movie sucks. Like, I said it so loud. I was like, oh my god, this movie sucks. But Calvin, like begged to go see this movie he was like we have to see it please can we go see it let's go see it so we go and i was like boy you are never allowed to pick the movie ever again this was terrible boring rasputin put it down just dance too. get out of here it was just ridiculous i mean the kingsman movies are over the top and that's what makes them good but this one was just like over the top in a bad way like not even entertaining yeah. And it's like a prequel story. I'm like, let's not. No. Let's, we didn't need we're it. We're good. We didn't need it. Uh, we have two more movies on the list. Solo, A Star Wars Story. I don't even... I watched it. I don't remember. I also watched it, and I also don't remember. I went with, like, a group of ten people on the night of my baccalaureate, and I just sat there and clowned on it the entire movie. We were the only people in the theater... Not good. The guy who was Han Solo was not Han Solo. Like, playing him, you were not giving. You were taking from the experience. Because it was not good. Um, that's all I gotta say. I have no I can't. Even, I can't even remember can't, the plot of the no. movie. It was bad. Um, Donald Glover as Boba Fett. Boba Fett? Wasn't he Boba that Fett? That is not Boba Fett. But who was he then? I hate to tell you that. Who was he? 
the only black man in the series that ain't uh that's not boba fett no <laughs> get out my star boba wars. fett is a white man my just, star well, wars no, I card think has been revoked no he's not white he's not white he's what definitely his, samoan what is his name that's gonna drive me crazy okay talk about eternals for us while i look this up i don't remember nothing about Eternals. girl i watched it while packing so you did not pay attention no i didn't that's uh, i meant to look up solo what is his name this is gonna drive me crazy sorry you guys um oh my god what is his lando calarizian my bad apologies yeah he was like probably one of the best parts of the movie eternals like it <laughs> i cannot talk right now in general, I would say the Marvel movies as of late have been pretty disappointing, but this one it just was like forgettable, and I think it was just they tried to do too much. I couldn't keep track of the characters. I couldn't get emotionally invested in the characters, and I just didn't care at the end of the day, and it was really long, and that's it. That's the most I can say. So let's get into some questions. Our first two are not questions, more just like statements. So Bestie Max said, Avatar, the last airbender movie, frowny face. Correct. I've never seen it. Sucks balls and poop. Cool. Really bad. Uh, Bestie Calvin said, Oppenheimer. Still haven't seen Still it. Still haven't seen. And Gremlins 2. See, see, Gremlins is the best movie I've ever seen. Gremlins 2 is the worst movie I have ever seen in my life. It's just... I will get into it more further another day. Um, Bestie Thomas says, what's disappointed you more, men or movies? Men. Men. Period. Period. Point blank. Anyways, moving on. Bestie Thomas said, what? Because movies don't give you trauma. <laughs> I mean, they can, but not as much as a man can. Uh, Bestie Thomas said, what clues tell you that the movie will disappoint you? I don't like during the movie or before the movie? I guess both. For um, me, during the movie is like, or I guess before the movie. Before the movie, if the trailer gives away everything. Oh yeah. Then then I'm like like the what's invitation. The point? Yeah. Or the champions movie. Yeah. Like we'll talk about the invitation more another time. But yeah, definitely. Um, and then during the movie, I think it's like, you know when the same jokes that were in the trailer aren't hitting like yeah, in the you've movie seen it, you've seen it so many times. times and um i don't know when the plot feels like it didn't go anywhere if it has jared leto in it absolutely that's gonna be Number a disappointment um yeah bestie thomas said if you knew an ending was disappointing would you stop it before the end I don't think so. No, like it I, really it be, depends. I feel like it would be more disappointed to not know how it ends than to just like finish it off. Yeah, I I very very rarely will not finish a movie, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll usually stick it out. It's the same reason I watch like shitty TV shows that aren't very good, but I just want to know how it finishes. Yeah, like, plus you're already you. you're already invested. So, yeah. uh, Bestie Thomas said, "What genre of movie disappoints you the most?" As much of a horror fan as I am, horror movies typically are very hit or miss. Yeah. Because if you do one step wrong with the special effects or the story, it just will fall apart. 
I think for me, definitely franchises are number one disappointment because, yeah. like, everyone loves, like, the original, and sometimes there's multiple originals, and then as soon as you, like, hit the, like, okay, that's enough, we mm-hmm. should have ended this a while ago, that they just keep disappointing. Yeah. Uh, unpopular opinion, I think we should do away with franchises. Freeze them where they are right now. Yeah. Let's come up with something original. Well, and, like, all the, like, Disney movies, like, live-action remakes, like... Just make a, like, you guys are that yeah. stupid that you can't make an original movie. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't think of an original thought. Like, that, you really have to remake all these things. Going back to the last question, or one of the last questions, how do you know if a movie is going to be dis- disappointing? If a it's remake. a Disney live-action movie. They typically are not good. Yeah. Uh, Bestie Thomas said, give us your best sigh of disappointment. <sighs> <sighs> that was like a breathing that exercise. Real. That was real. Yeah, that was legit. Um, what have you been watching this week, Bestie? Um, I started watching gameplay for Garden of Ban Ban, cause why not? It's um, it's actually weird, cause then me and Sam learned that the creator also made this like trigger warning game about like someone who shoots up a school. Hmm. And we were, like, watching the video of that. And it could have been, like, an interesting game talking about, like, the issues of, like, gun violence in schools. But it was, like, ultimately just a meme. Yeah. And it was, like, this is not the kind of situation to make memes about. No. Very weird. Um, Other than that, I watched Blue Beetle. And that's literally it. Yeah, Blue Beetle is the only movie that I've seen this week. I liked it. I did too. It, um, I don't know. It's very... It's very good. Very Hispanic. Very Hispanic. I feel like, um, if I hadn't been friends with Gabby, then I wouldn't have picked up on so many of the Hispanic references. I felt like a real Latina in there. (laughs) I cracked, I cracked the fuck up when he had, like, the bottle of Vicks under his nose and like nobody else did. I'm like I was laughing. It. I was laughing. Yeah. Um show-wise, we're still cracking away at Shameless. We're finally in season 8. Gabby, you're getting towards the end. What are you going to do? You only have 3 more seasons. She'll be okay, I'll I be guess. Fine. She doesn't care. Honestly. Um I'm also watching Lost. I have watched Lost season 1 very many times because we owned it on dvd when i was growing up but i've never actually made it to season two before so to make it to season two has been very interesting because it's pretty juicy to be honest and that is really all the media that i've consumed this week all right for sing songs i've got let's do counterfeit by amare um, Shamika by Fiona Apple, and I have a fun, funny story. Oh, about she's this. trying to steal no, 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 my no. brand. No, no, she's no, no, trying no. to steal my brand. Literally, uh, Robert was giving me information about stuff that's happening at the store, and then, and then he mentioned like one of our like uh, upper managers. Her name is Shamika, and I'm like, oh, like the Fiona Apple song. He's like, huh? I was like fake he ain't in the know um and then we'll do on my mama by victoria monet stop i literally have that on my playlist it's so good uh nada 
Personal by Soda Stereo. And lastly, we'll do another MRA. We'll do Angels in Angels in Tibet. Um, I'm going to do Glow by Nelly Furtado, Tahitian Moon by Porno for Pyros. Let's do Erotic Electronic by Slater. Um, I'll do Long Haired Lady by Paul McCartney. And you know what? Let's do Venice Bitch by Lana Del Rey for the for the fun of it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Send us some movies that disappointed you. We would love to hear and see what you have to say and see if we relate to them. Follow the pod pod at Haters Film Club on Instagram. Follow me at Curly Femme on Instagram and Letterboxd. Uh, follow me at Chloe underscore R Mercier on Letterboxd and Insta. And we will, you will not see Gabby oh. next week. Um, is it a so- are you gonna do a solo app? I'm going to attempt a solo app, and if it sucks, it will never see the light of day. I'll <laughs> yeah, tell you that I'm right now. I'm going out of town. I don't feel like messing with all that. So, so sorry. I'm gonna attempt a solo app, and we'll see how it goes. So, you may or may not see us next week, but bye.